0: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside.
1: Now it drops
2: it off right side, off the glass and in, Leonard. Great pass by lever pass past the opposite block for a wide open uh, layup.
3: Down low, underneath for Lane, with a pump fake, kicks it back out to the free throw line, Edwards. Now a three, right side, Schaefer, and she cans it
2: in the lane to Allen, Allen under the basket, pow, with the right hand, and a foul to go with it. Sends the ball to rebound, Thornton trying to get up the right side, Thornton in trouble, gets it off, Holden, snaps off a three, high on the right, yes! Holden knocks down a three from high on the right to give Ohio State the win! You're
4: listening to the Locker Room Show, brought to you by Schaefer, Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Westside, Sunoco, First National Bank of Bellevue, East of Chicago Pizza in Norwalk. Polar Furnace and Sheet Metal Smiley Automotive Stein, Olson and Stang CPAs Firelands Federal Credit Union Noble Sports and Trophies Baldiff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering and Norwalk Heating and Air On the Sports Voice of the Firelands 95.3 WLKR
5: Let me talk to you Yeah So what do you guys want to talk about? He's
4: a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns and Buckeyes, as well as what he is growing for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now.
1: What a way to open the program. (laughs) Welcome to the Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman, Chris Morgan here with you in studio. And it is 9.03, 32 degrees outside. And Mark Lane going to kick things off. Mark, you're going to be the leadoff hitter today. How about that?
2: What a surprise. Uh, You know, the leadoff hitter and, and... The acoustic storm doesn't run 10 minutes over.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Not today, right? I told them to step up their program and uh, get it together, Mark.
5: Okay. (laughs) How about that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So how's it going this morning, Mark? Well, what are you up to?
2: Oh, just kind of kick back and, you know, trying to wean myself off of football. (laughs) Uh, Although there is football, I'm going to watch the Senior Bowl this afternoon to kind of segue into,
3: you know, the Super Bowl next weekend.
1: Yeah, leave leave it up to Mark to know that that is going on today, right? I totally forgot about that.
3: Yeah, same here, even though we've got a few Buckeyes at the Senior Bowl this week.
1: That's right, we do, yeah. So, Mark, uh, big high school wrestling day, right?
2: You know, everything's leading towards, uh, you know, the tournaments now that we're into February. And, uh, you know, here here in another... uh, couple of weeks we're going to have the conference tournaments and then uh, the sectionals all uh, you know leading leading into the state tournament so
3: every every everybody's getting ready for it that's for sure and uh, speaking of state mark the state duels going on today i know monroeville's going over to archbold for that i'm sure plenty of other schools from the area as well so uh, definitely a big day for wrestling like you said getting ready for some postseason action with the tournaments and the state duels going to be underway here around 10 o'clock today
2: yeah, that's that state duels. That's always the the big kickoff as, as far as the tournament goes. Uh, you know, with the with the state duels, and it's great that we have Monroe, Monroeville over there. Of course, Edison has has been over quite a few times, and we've had uh, you know some other uh, uh, local area teams involved with it, uh, and and that's that's a, always a good thing.
1: With Mark Lane here, sports roundtable and. Uh... Like you said, a, a week without football, basically. Uh, and of course, the off week between uh, the championships and the Super Bowl. Uh, I hadn't had a chance to talk to you about uh, the teams in the Super Bowl. Uh, well, what, what do you think about it, Mark? What do you think about the matchup?
0: Well,
2: it you know it it it, it should be it should be a good uh, it should be a good Super Bowl, and uh, of course you know one of the things you look at is you probably got the best the two best tight ends in uh, Kittle and Kelsey.
1: Yeah, that's true. If you're a big fan of that position, this one's for you. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. It almost sounds like a law firm, Kittle and Kelsey.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Call them today, they'll make them pay. <laughs> oh my goodness, especially
3: on tight end day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, Mark, I think it's shaping up to be a pretty decent matchup uh, And, in uh, you know, Las Vegas throwing their first big party there for the Super Bowl. So, should be a lot of fun uh uh, You know, I, I always, you know, when I look at the Super Bowl, uh, it's more than, of course, the game. You want a great game. Of course you do. But you want good commercials. <laughs> and yeah. the commercials haven't, to me, haven't been up to par here lately in the last few years. There's been a handful of good ones, but not like I remember when I was younger. That they were, uh, I don't know if you remember, Mark, this one. Here's one for you. The Bud Bowl, where the the bottles Played football against each other. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that one?
5: Oh, yes. You know, uh,
2: Budweiser was notorious for having great commercials for years. And, you know, they'd always throw in a Clydesdale commercial, mm-hmm. but they'd always have these humorous commercials. I mean, between the lizards and the frogs. And, uh, you know, just you, you always waited to see what the Budweiser commercials were going to be like.
3: Well, I think part of the problem with the commercials now, they started previewing them during the championship games. Like, just surprise me with the Super Bowl commercial. I don't need to see what's coming. Like, we already know Arnold Schwarzenegger is doing something for State Farm because they were previewing it last week during the games. Like, they no, were. just lay it on me during the Super Bowl itself. Well, I I think it, it's just the
2: nature of the media these days. You know, they they always want to jump the news and – and it's the same thing with the Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: they do. They, they Nothing is, is safe, basically. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Mark, uh, anything else you want to talk about sports-wise here while we got a couple minutes?
2: I, you know, uh, spring training, the trucks are loaded and, and, and headed west.
1: That's true. Yeah, and... and uh, uh,
2: you know, pitchers and catchers are going to be uh, reporting here in a week, so... Uh, You know, it's kind of crazy to think about that, but uh, I know the the state wrestling tournaments, March 8th, 9th, and 10th, and uh, they'll be uh, playing Cactus League ball by that time.
1: That's right. We got our broadcast schedule the other day for Guardian Spring Baseball, so we are ready for that, Chris.
3: And speaking of baseball, how about what the Orioles did this week? I mean, start earlier in the week finding out that uh, Angelos is going to Uh, quote-unquote sell the majority stake in the team i mean i know there's stipulations in that sale that's like essentially he's going to be the majority owner until the day he dies but either way you get that news and then the very next day they trade for corbin burns it's like my goodness baltimore was already one of the better teams in the american league and they just got that much more dangerous
2: yes yes definitely definitely that's for sure Hey, I was going to mention something, too, that I found out this week that I never realized, and there's a book out on it now, but uh, Ted Williams was John Glenn's wingman in, uh, in the Marine Corps in, in the Korean War. Oh. Yeah, I knew that. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, never, I, I didn't realize that.
1: I got you another fun fact about Ted Williams. Did you know that he's in the San Diego Padres Hall of Fame? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so it's a, uh, I think it was like a minor league or some kind of summer league or something with the Padres, but yeah, he, he's, he's in there for some reason. <laughs> I don't know, but that's just something that uh, uh Nick Hurst that still does games with us, uh, me and him used to joke about all the time about how the Padres have nobody in their Hall of Fame except Tony Gwynn. And maybe Trevor Hoffman.
3: Maybe
2: Trevor.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's it. <laughs> and then Ted Williams. <laughs> oh my well,
2: if you're going to talk about baseball peers, that's got to be you and Nick. That's
1: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marco. We'll go ahead and let you go. Uh, thanks for being the leadoff man here. Nice job laying down that sacrifice bunt or that bunt base hit, you know, to get on board. Oh,
3: no, forget about that. He's going yard like Santana used to do oh. leading off for the Indians.
1: Oh, yeah <laughs> <dear. laughs> Yeah,
3: I
2: I couldn't outrun a a a, a, a bunt to first. I, I've got to put it over the center.
1: <laughs> okay, Mark. Fair enough.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, we'll talk to you next week. Okay.
2: All right, guys. Have a great weekend.
1: All right, Mark Lane, there joining us Sports Roundtable, and uh, yeah, good stuff there. Uh, yeah, fun fact about Ted Williams. Yeah, well, we got a great show here planned for you. Uh, girls basketball. Uh, we're gonna talk that here in just a few minutes. It is. Tournament draw weekend for girls yeah. basketball. Can you believe that? We're it snuck up on us. We're here uh tomorrow. Oh, yeah. uh, the tournament draw is tomorrow. They're using that new Max Preps RPI to seed the teams, and the coaches will put them in the brackets where they want to and all that fun stuff. And we're going to talk to Elena Beddingfield uh, from uh, Willard. Uh, they're going to be on the radio today. We're going to have them at Edison today, 2 uh, 30 for start time there. But Uh, We'll talk to her about uh, what the tournament draw means, uh, you know, in terms of uh, where they will fall. And, uh, of course, that means the boys' tournament draw is uh, next Sunday. So,
3: as I was uh, talking with Joe Widman on our broadcast last night, just hard to believe we're already to that point of the basketball season. It feels like it just got started yesterday.
1: (laughs) It sure does. Uh, It sneaks up on you. It sure does. We'll go ahead and take a break here. When we come back, we will talk to Elena Bedingfield, the Willard girls' basketball head coach. We also have Chris Sheldon from Western Reserve on the boys' side to talk to. And Matt Andrews from the Ohio State Sports Radio Network. Uh, He'll talk some women's basketball and a little men's hoops as well. Here on The Locker Room Show, stay with us.
6: ever-changing world there's one thing you can depend on a great deal from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep their used car inventory is always changing too with a great selection of cars trucks and SUVs Schaefer Danhoff has easy financing options for just about any credit situation visit SchaeferDanhoff.com and use their customize your deal tool and calculate a payment in four easy steps that Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Route 224 and Willard the easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish
5: are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Stein Olsen and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olsen at Stein Olsen and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. This is Richard Holler of Holler Furnace and Sheet Metal, the company you have trusted for over 90 years for all of your heating and cooling
3: needs. Call our experts today at 419-625-7474. Holler Furnace and Sheet Metal, we control weather indoors.
7: If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, It's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown York dealerships. York Heating and Air Conditioning units deliver you the perfect temperature efficiently and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today.
4: Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel. Fill your belly with hot coffee, energy drinks, or great snacks and grill items. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Westside Sunoco, the first stop coming into Norwalk, or the last stop leaving Norwalk. Westside Sunoco, stop by and you'll always see those smiling faces
7: okay everyone gather around i have some exciting running her shoe factory kendra talks the talk and walks the walk we're switching to green energy she needs a biotech consultant to erase her carbon footprint all operations will net zero emissions indeed can help her hire great people fast i need indeed indeed you do you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard visit indeed.com credit and get 75 dollars towards your first sponsored job terms and conditions apply
2: Tim Elkhorn here, radio play-by-play announcer for the Cavaliers.
8: Right side to Darius, steps back, rainbow three, good! No oh my!
2: Darius Garland knocked that one in from Medina County. Now back to the Locker Room Show with Josh Bowman on 95.3 WLKR. All
1: right. Thank you, Tim. Thank you very much there. Of course, Tim Alcorn, our buddy there from the Cleveland Cavaliers and uh, going to talk some girls high school basketball. Welcome back here to the locker room show. Josh Bowman, the captain Chris Morgan here with you in studio and with us on the phone line. Elena Beddingfield, the head coach of the Willard Laney Flashes. Uh, good morning. How you doing, coach?
9: I'm doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, we have your game on the radio this afternoon, so uh, you're going to be at Edison uh, today. But you guys coming off a nice win against Ontario in your last game uh, last Tuesday night. Tell us about that a little
9: bit. Well, you know, our girls played really well together. We had kind of a slow start in the first quarter, um, but they got it together in the second half. And we really looked to... Um, run in the second half and get out in transition and that's where we ended up building our lead you know we have some some kids who can really run the floor and we have some uh, rebounders who look to get it to them down the floor so that really helped us build that lead in the second half and then um, you know just continue it through rebounding and taking care of the ball.
3: And uh, speaking of rebounds, Coach Reese Bettingfield with a double double 16 points and twelve rebounds against Ontario. Uh, when you've got a girl that can average that double double there for a game like that, that's uh, got to be helpful here in the latter part of, part of the season. Yes,
9: yeah, she was. At, she was really aggressive on the boards on uh, Tuesday, and we need her to be, you know, that aggressive all the time on the boards. Um, and rebounding has been an emphasis for our whole team. You know, we we have a size advantage on most of the teams that we're playing. Um, and lately, we've been doing a, a much better job on making sure that we're attacking the boards, both both offensively and defensively, and that's been a big goal of ours and a key to our recent wins.
1: Now, in that ball game, Coach, uh, not only did Reese have a big game for you, but Cam Weirs, she had 20 points uh, to lead the way. Uh, that was a big game for her, wasn't it?
9: It was. You know, she's um, getting a lot more confident in her shot. We've been telling her all season that she needs to um, shoot it when she's open and she needs to attack the rim because she's a hard guard you know she's very long um, and she can get in there um, and cause problems for some people and she does a great job getting offensive rebounds as well um, just because she's so long you know coming in from the outside a lot of people don't think to box her out but yeah she, she had a great game and we're happy that she is attacking the rim and taking those shots when she's open
1: Talking with uh, Coach Lana Bettingfield here from the Willard Lady Flashes, and Coach uh, Balance has been uh, kind of a story for you guys. Eleven points a game for Reese, and then Schaefer averaging seven, Weaver averaging seven, Weirs averaging about six points a ball game. Uh, w- when you have that many players that can contribute and be uh, leaders for your team, uh, that that's got to be uh, you know a big help coaching wise, right?
9: It is. You know, we have some kids we have a lot of kids even coming off the bench who um, can contribute and really get us some, some good rebounds and some good scores. And um, it's nice to know that if somebody's not playing well, somebody else will pick it up. You know, we've had um, scores in different games that have gone, you know, Caitlin Weaver had 24 points in our win against court Clinton. Cam had 20 points on Tuesday. So you just never know um, who's going to turn it on that game. And that's the nice thing. You're not relying on just one person. Um, You know, you have a well-rounded ability to score and rebound the ball. You know, it it has helped us win some games here lately.
3: And now, Coach, of course, a tournament draw coming up tomorrow in uh, girls' high school basketball in the state of Ohio. And uh, to get to this point here this season after what the team has gone through, you've had stretches where you've been battling some big injuries and some illness uh, just uh, going through the team. But to be able to get through that and get to that point here in the season has to feel good, right?
9: Yeah, we're excited with how we're playing well. You know, we're playing um, team, good team basketball. We're looking for each other offensively. We're, we're hitting open shots, and so I think our confidence has grown um, as we've grown together as a team. So we're excited with how we're playing uh, right now, we just hope to continue that through today um, and, the, and, you know, finish out our last five games strong and then go into the tournament with some confidence.
1: Now, uh, coach, the last time you played Edison, uh, we had—excuse <coughs> me—we had that in the radio. Uh, you got a win, 48-33 back in December. Uh, in, in that ball game, uh, you outscored Edison fifteen to two in the third quarter. Uh, you're looking for more of that today, right? <laughs>
9: <laughs> well, that's always a good thing. But you know, Edison does a really good job of uh, playing hard the whole game and really attacking the rebounders and, and just getting after the ball. So. One of the keys to today is going to have to be to protect the basketball um, and rebound well, because I know that they do a great job of, of rebounding and getting in there. Um, so you know, it's going to be a challenge today for sure. Our girls have got to be ready to go, protect the basketball, and rebound the basketball, um, be able to run the floor and hit some open shots. So,
1: I just wanted to ask you, too, about uh, the tournament draw in terms of... Uh, the the way they're being seeded. What's your thoughts on uh, the the, uh, the new Max Preps RPI ratings that are going on?
9: Well, you know, this is this is my first experience with it, um, and I don't know any other way. I guess so. <laughs> you know, it it is what it is. I mean, um, it seems to be that they're pretty accurate with with how they're ranking everyone. Um, I think the challenging part is just figuring out, trying to figure out where where you want to put yourself, and you want to put yourself in the best position to win, and um, you're not sure what what everybody else is going to do. So I think that's just the challenging part of the tournament is trying to figure out where you want to put your team um, to be in the best position to win and, and, you know, let the chips fall where they may.
1: All right, Coach, we'll go ahead and let you go. I know it's game day, so uh, we'll, we'll see you over at the gym this afternoon, okay?
9: Sounds great, thanks.
1: All right, thank you, Elena Bedingfield There, joining us, the Willard Girls Basketball Coach, and uh, they've got themselves up to almost 500 right now, as they are eight and nine on the season, four and three in the SBC Bay Division, and uh, I think that's a that's a big hump for some teams. Uh, you want to finish better, or at least at 500.
3: Yeah, you absolutely do, and a, a big part of that is just the resiliency of this team. I mean, there have been plenty of times this season where. Uh, You know, thanks to with the injuries and everything like that, they could have just kind of folded things up and maybe just coasted for a couple of weeks or whatever. But that's not what Coach Bedingfield is uh, building this program up to be. And it's good to see that the girls have responded to that coaching and that culture over in Willard. And because of that, a good chance to get to that 500 mark. And then we'll see what the final five games over the next week or so have in store for the Lady Flashes.
1: Yeah, they got a big one after this one against Edison. Excuse me, they'll be at Margareta on Thursday. Yeah, so. the
3: rematch there. The surprisingly <laughs> close game. Uh, back from over in Willard. And I say surprisingly because that was one of those games where Willard was just decimated by the injuries and the illness, and uh, they were facing an incredibly tough Margarita Lady Bears team, but they were able to keep that close for most of the ball game. So uh, now that they're back healthy and uh, on a little bit of a hot streak, uh, we'll see what the Lady Flashes have in store for Margarita.
1: So, yeah, that comes up on Thursday if you're a Lady Flashes fan there. Uh, they're right now sixth in the Division Three. Northwest District 1 uh, RPI rankings right now. That's out of 12 teams right in the middle, yeah. basically.
3: Uh, I guess it could be better, could be worse, right? But <laughs> Absolutely could be worse. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how these RPI rankings and the seedings and where the coaches place each other comes into play here this season. Of course, the first year that we're going to see this uh, with the Max Preps RPI ratings determining that, uh, not knowing what the other coaches in the district are going to do, you kind of can't really game plan for where you want to put yourself. Of course, you'll have your ideal scenario uh, playing out in your mind, but uh, without having that knowledge, you're kind of going in blind. So I'm interested to see how the coaches handle this here in the next few weeks. Should be fun. Absolutely should be. (laughs) Should
1: be fun. And, of course, we're your tournament destination here, uh, 95.3 WLKR and 92.9 WLKR Classic. We'll cover... As many games as we can possibly cram into our schedule over the next few weeks. So everybody be ready for plenty of high school hoops on the radio. And speaking of high school hoops on the radio, let's play a couple clips from last night's ball games. Now, the the game that I did, Norwalk and Clyde, sounds a little different than normal. <laughs> we had to do it a different way because of some internet issues here at the station. So uh, we were able to still get the game on the air and broadcast it for you, but it's just going to sound... Uh, A little different for you. So here you go. Here's a quick little uh, clip of that ball game and how that turned out.
0: Almost going away there. Watt has it. Now Metzer in the corner. Big three ball on the way. And he had it.
1: Frederick
0: Metzer, big time three.
1: Down to five seconds. Ben Watts will dribble out the clock here for Clyde. And Clyde gets their first SBC Lake win of the season. They win it by a final of 52 to 45. All right, there you go. Cedric Messer hit that big three in the corner for Clyde, and that ballooned their lead, I believe, up to four or five at that point. And that was uh, just too much for Norwalk to get in that last minute. And can you believe that Clyde team that scores over 60 a game? They have uh, Brayden Olson, who averages 24 a game, one of the top scorers in the area. And... Uh, They they put up 70, 80, 90 points this year, came off a 90-point game against Edison the other day. That's just their first SBC Lake win of the season.
3: It's such an anomaly with what Clyde is doing over there in boys (laughs) basketball this year. But I guess that's how the ball rolls sometimes, and uh, Clyde has been doing everything they can to kind of try to fight through that and uh, get some wins up on the board like they did last night. But, man, just— I would just love to see like a study on why that happens, what contributes to that and just how that's even possible for a team that averages that much to not have that many wins on the season.
1: Now, I had a chance to go visit uh, their head coach. Uh, usually we do the interviews over the phone, but I was over in Clyde so uh, the other day so I had a chance to do the coach's corner in person and I as w- soon, soon as I mentioned that to him that you could see the look on his face like yeah, I know. I, I know. We've lost a lot of close games, and he said that they just can't get the the defensive stops that they needed. And that's only their fourth win of the season, believe it or not, and first win in the Lake Division. But a big home win for Clyde over Norwalk, uh, getting that win uh, 52-45 the final last night. Now, Chris, your game over 92-9 Western Reserve in Monroeville. Let's hear a little clip from that.
3: Tight defense by Monroeville. He dribbled it off his shoe. Klingman ends up with it for the Eagles. Passing it up down the floor, 5-10 left in the first half. Now Schaub into the lane, goes with a scoop and no, and another charge going against Schaub. Baylog able to draw another one defensively. And we'll make that last three from HIP, our Firelands Federal Credit Union shot of the game, by the way, to ice this one out for the Rough Riders as they are well on their way to a 21-point victory on the road over Monroeville. 55-34 going to be our final tonight. Western Reserve will improve to 9-5 on the season overall. 6-3 in Firelands Conference play. Monroeville now 4-12, 3-8 in the Firelands Conference. As Hip dribbles it out, that will do it with the final buzzer.
1: There you go. That's how your game ended last night, Chris. Uh, your thoughts before we uh, talk to Chris Sheldon. What's your thoughts from that game?
3: Uh, well, uh, Coach Sheldon mentioned earlier in the week on the Coach's corner pregame show that uh, defense travels better than offense, and uh, certainly we saw that last night on the defensive end for uh, Western Reserve. Uh, Braxton Baylog drew four charges <laughs> in that game. I mean, even though Chris Hip had, a, or excuse me, Chase Hip had a twenty-point night. Had to go with Baylog for the player of the game because of that defensive effort, not just on the glass, but it's rare to see a player draw two charges in a game, but to draw four like Baylog did last night, I'm just like, what is going on over here in Monroeville? But uh, yeah, Western uh, had some defensive stops when they needed them the most, and uh, they were able to turn those into transition buckets, and uh, the game started out pretty close, but uh, once that... uh, Uh, defense really tightened up for the Rough Riders. Uh, You could kind of see the writing on the wall that they were going to be able to pull away like they did.
1: All right, we'll go ahead and take a break here in the show. When we come back, we're going to talk to the Western Reserve Rough Rider head coach, Chris Sheldon, a friend of the program, definitely. We'll talk to him next here in the Locker Room Show. Stay with us.
6: East of Chicago Pizza Buffet in Norwalk is back. You can throw the hammer down with signature pizzas, oven-baked subs, salads, dessert pizzas, and more. 56 Stower Lane, just off Route 250. Are you watching the game from the couch tonight? You're in luck. East of Chicago also has online ordering, time delivery, and a smartphone app. Visit eastofchicago.com or call 663-0808 so you can get pizza done right anytime, anywhere.
9: It's a winter blowout clearance sale at Smiley Automotive. Yes, whether it's a cost-effective daily driver or a luxury car, Smiley Automotive will match your style. Certified vehicles, that's six months, 6,000 miles warrantied.
4: Smiley Automotive, selling quality used cars with superior service and treating the customer right, serving the community and beyond. Stop in.
9: Smiley Automotive, making car
7: Noble Sports and Trophies is the area's best place to get your shirts made for all of your events, including football, basketball, and softball shirts, 5Ks, or even family reunions. Noble Sports and Trophies have been in business for 30 years. They have the experience and technology to get you what you need and get it to you fast. The options are nearly unlimited with Noble Sports and Trophies. Don't forget to get your trophies at Noble Sports and Trophies 2 in Norwalk. Thank you Looking to build your dream home? First National Bank has the dream team for your dream home. Our single-family residential home construction loans feature competitive fixed rates, service in-house, low one-time closing costs, interest-only payments during construction phase, and quick turnaround time. Whether you want to build a Cape Cod cottage, log cabin, barn dominium, modern farmhouse, or lake house, we'll be with you every step of the way. For more information about home construction loans, call 419-483-7340 or visit fnblifetime.com. First National Bank, your bank of a lifetime. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, loan subject to credit approval.
5: let's play some cavaliers basketball all of us
8: have to be at our best in order for us to achieve what we want to achieve the sky's the limit for us we're just as
5: talented as any team garland three out front hit it compete at a high level every night play with a lot of toughness on both ends of the floor our biggest goal is to find a way to to win the championship let them know tonight
2: the Cavs face the spurs tip-off show eight o'clock basketball time 8 30. Sandusky's home for Cavalier basketball, 95.3 WLKR.
4: You're listening to The Locker Room Show on the sports voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR.
0: Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> you sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society.
4: Presented by Schaefer, Dan Hall, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram.
1: All right, welcome on back to the program nine thirty three. Josh Bowman and the Captain Chris Morgan with you here in the Locker Room Show on WLKR, and we're going to continue to talk some hoops. We're going to switch over to the boys' side and talk to Western Reserve boys basketball coach Chris Sheldon. Uh, always a uh, probably a uh, you know a good Saturday morning after a Friday night win, right, Coach?
8: Yeah, I don't think there is such a thing as a a bad morning after the night of a victory, for sure.
1: (laughs) No, not at all. Now, you you sound like you're a busy guy. You were telling us off the air about uh, being at the Firelands Conference Tournament right now for uh, junior high?
8: Yeah, we're hosting the seventh grade tournament this morning. So, you know, I'm trying to manage a couple things here between both gyms, but uh, also... uh, you know, take a couple time, uh, minutes out of my day, they'll spend it with you, lovely gentlemen.
1: <laughs> well, we appreciate that, Chris. Uh, uh, we love talking to you. So, uh, you, you got a, a big win last night. Uh, talk about that win. Uh, wh- what did you see out of your team last night?
8: Well, you know, I, I think um, we went on the road. We haven't played well in Monroeville for some time. It, you know, it's just been one of those gyms that even with our really good teams, we, you know, just up over there in that town and and you know maybe get off to slower starts than we we typically do about anywhere else we play and last night was no different uh you know they're sitting in a zone and we we could zones can make you stand and watch the game on the offensive end and we started to do that and uh You know, that that didn't get us off to a great start offensively, so then it didn't allow us to try to uh, get into our full-court pressure, which is something we really wanted to be able to do to try to speed them up, especially with their best flyer not in the game uh, for the evening. We we thought that would would give us a, a good opportunity to exploit some of their weaknesses. And, you know, as the second quarter got on, we finally got into an offensive rhythm. Uh, that really allowed our defense then to uh, dictate the tempo of the game and and go into half with a double-digit lead and and the momentum. Um, You know, and then the third quarter got a little sluggish again for us. And, and again, that's been a part of us all year long where we we go through stretches of the game where we're not real consistent, and that's a byproduct of a bunch of young guys still trying to figure out, um, you know, how how to repeat the good things over and over again on both sides of the ball. But fortunately, uh, you know, we had a kid come in and and really spark us and and carried us home to to really secure the win. And, you know, it was exciting, an opportunity for us to win four in a row uh, and to continue to build confidence and momentum uh, uh, as we're coming down the stretch here this season.
3: Now, Coach, you mentioned those young guys, uh, a lot of uh, youth on that Rough Rider team this season, but one of your veteran leaders last night, Braxton Baylog, a good defensive performance, had a good night uh, rebounding off the glass. I think he, I had him for about seven points last night, but most importantly, those four charges he was able to draw uh, to get the ball back off of turnovers and give you some offensive possessions. Uh, just how big was uh, Balog last night, uh, man in the middle, and uh, being able to be that uh, big force defensively?
8: Huge. I mean, the value that young man brings to such a young team uh, is immeasurable. Um, You know, he he missed a couple weeks here in the middle of the season due to some leg injury. Um, But, you know, when we've had him on the floor, he brings us a dynamic uh, that we can't replicate or duplicate in any form or fashion. You know, he's a man. Uh, You look at his body and then he exudes toughness. And, you know, you mentioned this four charges. Uh, it's something he takes a great deal of pride in. And You know, there's so many guys in this day and age that they really only care about one thing, and that's how many points they score. And uh, they allow that, that stat to dictate whether they think they play well or don't play well in the game. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's a false narrative of really what good players are, are made up of. It's how you impact the game on, on every side of the ball. Um, and, you know, Braxton is modeling to our young guys just how important it is to be willing to sacrifice your body, but more importantly, how important it is just to do the little things. And some of those little things, especially like taking charges and rebounding, are tough. And uh, you got to be willing to embrace the, those hard things in the game of basketball if you're going to be any good. And, you know, that's where one of the things we've really, really tried to get our young guys to understand, and it just takes so much time. But Having a kid like like Braxton be able to model that night in and night out, day in and day out is is just is something that you know. Like I said, it's it's invaluable. It's so much that you can't even you can't even put a price tag on it.
1: Talking with Chris Sheldon here, boys basketball coach at Western Reserve, and now coach, you have uh, I'd say some winnable games on your schedule coming up here. You got you got New London, you got Plymouth, and then a makeup game uh, that is going to be a tough one for you against St. Paul. Uh, uh, talk about your that upcoming schedule. What, what do you think about that?
8: Yeah, I mean, you know, we're in this four-game win streak right now. and You know, if you look at our schedule from the beginning to now, we're obviously in in a little bit of a stretch right now where, yeah, they're very winnable games. Uh, but we've got to be able to come out and take a mindset that, uh, you know, we're going to play on both sides of the ball for 32 minutes. And, uh, you know, we've done that now for four straight games. and. We've got to be able to, you know, enjoy the, the long weekend, but be ready to get back at it on Monday as we get ready for uh, a Thursday-Saturday league matchups that, yeah, we could totally win. Uh, but, it, you know, nothing's, nothing's given. you got to go earn it, and uh, that's got to be our makeup. And then when you look at the back half here as we finish the last two weeks, we've got some really, really tough games. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see, you know, if we can finish, continue this streak strong. And then find out really before tournaments start, you know, how much ground have we made up uh, as we're going to play three of those four teams that have already beaten us, two of which beat us badly. Um, We're going to be able to see have we closed the gap, have we made progress uh, as we get ready for March.
3: Uh, now coach uh, on the program today we've been talking some tournament basketball the girls tournament draw coming up tomorrow uh, boys will be coming up next weekend as well with the brand new system the max preps RPI ratings uh, do you have any thoughts on that as we head towards the final uh, couple of weeks here of the regular season
8: yeah I know there's been a lot of talk about it you know um, you know I mean if you look at us uh, from an analytical side our strength of schedules not. Not what it historically has been, but we did that not not because of max preps and the RPI rankings. We did that because we knew we were going to be young, and we had to be able to get some teams on our schedule that allow us to be competitive night in and night out. We couldn't continue to play at this juncture right now, the Norwalks, the Perkins, and Huron, who we've played in the past. Um, It had nothing to do with an RPI ranking coming out. It had everything to do with just knowing um, where we were at the varsity level and where we're trying to get to. Um, now, next year, we're obviously bringing back some of those teams, so we're going to strengthen our schedule there. But in terms of the system itself, um, I think it's been flawed from the get go. And, you know, it comes down to honestly, you know, HSA just continues uh, with Mr. Ute at the direction to they care about one thing and one thing only, and that's money. Um, it, it's a very flawed system. They have not gone with the recommendations that the Ohio High School Basketball Coaches Association uh, recommended uh, with the Martin RPI, which has a, a much stronger um, scale in terms of your strength of schedule playing teams that are, that are bigger or are higher division than you. Um, you know, and so that's why there's so much hoopla about it. The other thing is. Why are we, we holding a draw two weeks before the end of the season uh, when obviously football does not and I don't see why we can't. Um, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of hoopla about it, but unfortunately anytime there's change, yeah, it's going to upset people, but I think changes it, people are able to adapt to change if it makes sense, and unfortunately with what we're doing and now going to seven divisions, Uh, It just continues to come back to one thing, and that's greed. And greed can ultimately, uh, you know, leave a lot of bad taste in people's mouths, and that's what's going on right now, unfortunately. But at the end of the day, um, you know, as a basketball coach, I have no control over what the OHSA does, and we're going to show up and play and play within the system and the framework of what they're asking of us, regardless whether we like it or don't. Um, And that's life. Uh, there's plenty of things about your job, fellas. I'm sure you don't always enjoy and love. Uh, those of us that are married to our beautiful spouses, uh, as much as we'd like to believe that wedding bliss is 100% each and every day, there's going to be journeys and times that it doesn't go that way. And uh, that's sort of what I, you know, we're, we're, we have to teach. And the, and the beautiful thing about sports is we get to teach young people how to go through those things, regardless whether it's in your control or not and how we respond, ultimately, uh, you know, we'll say more about whether we're going to be successful in life or not.
1: Well, Chris, we'll leave you with that, okay?
8: (laughs) Sounds great, fellas. (laughs) All right, Chris.
1: Thanks so much for giving us a few minutes. We always enjoy talking to you. Uh, Best of luck uh, the rest of the way. I know we'll have your game, uh, uh, the makeup game against St. Paul on the radio. So well, we'll see you then, okay?
8: Sounds good. Take care, fellas.
1: All right, you too. Chris Sheldon there joining us uh, from Western Reserve, a very busy guy handling some seventh-grade basketball uh, today. And, uh, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. How about that? (laughs) We'll go ahead and take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk some women's college basketball, a little men's too, with uh, Matt Andrews, the radio voice of the women's Buckeyes. As well as he filled in for Paul Keels last night in Iowa. So I think he's still in Iowa. We'll we'll find out.
3: Might still be at this point. He
1: might. The women have a big game on Sunday taking on uh, Indiana.
3: Yeah, that's a huge one for them.
1: So we'll talk to him next here on The Locker Room Show. Stay with us, everybody.
3: This is Richard Holler of Holler Furnace and Sheet Metal, the company you have trusted for over 90 years for all of your heating and cooling needs. Call our experts today at
5: 419-625-7474. Polar Furnace and Sheet Metal. We control weather indoors.
6: In this ever-changing world, there's one thing you can depend on. A great deal from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Their used car inventory is always changing, too, with a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Schaefer Danhoff has easy financing options for just about any credit situation. Visit SchaeferDanhoff.com and use their Customize Your Deal tool and calculate a payment in four easy steps. That's Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Route 224 in Willard, the easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish.
8: Indoor air quality is a major issue in houses being built more energy efficient and sealed up as they are nowadays. If you or your family have allergies or are seeing a lot of dust all over, it may be time to get your air ducts cleaned. Balduf uses brushes to scrub your ducts spotless. We come to your home and inspect your air ducts free of charge to make sure there are no surprises when we arrive to clean. You will know the charges and procedures before the day of the cleaning. I'm Brandon Balduf with Balduf's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. Call us for a free estimate and remember, we take pride in what you live in.
5: Who are the people that serve part-time in the Ohio Army National Guard? We are your neighbors, co-workers, and friends. We are your sons and daughters, your brothers and sisters. We are the people you see in your community every day. While we serve part-time, we're learning valuable life and job skills that we can use in our civilian careers. We get up to 100% of our tuition paid for at state colleges so we can have an even better future. We are proud to serve both our country and our home state. Through every storm, every flood, every emergency that hits home here in Ohio, we are ready to respond and help our fellow Ohioans recover. We are every city, every small town, and every community. We are your Ohio Army National Guard. Learn more about part-time service with the Ohio Army National Guard at nationalguard.com oh Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station.
7: Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stops for the day,
6: but my mind is still running. So I take ZQL.
5: ZQL, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non habit forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow.
7: I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better
5: days start with Zequel Nights. Explore our products at zequel.com. Uses directed keep out of reach of children. The afternoon drive with the captain Chris Morgan. Be sure to
3: tune in for your Monday show starting at 3 p.m. and we'll be here until 6:30 to get you over that case of the Mondays and ready for the rest of the work week as well as prep for More Cavs basketball back at home taking on the Sacramento Kings. Before then, we'll have a game of music trivia and perhaps our Valentine's Day love song of the day on your Monday afternoon drive.
8: Weekdays from 3 to 8 on 95.3 WLKR.
3: You know what they say.
8: Fool me once, strike one.
0: But fool me twice,
4: strike three. You're listening to The Locker Room Show on the sports voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. All right, welcome back here to The
1: Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Josh Bowman and the Captain Chris Morgan here with you this morning and with us. Matt Andrews, a radio voice of Ohio State basketball, uh, does some uh, does some men's games, but also uh, the radio voice of the women's basketball team. Uh, Matt, good morning. How you doing?
0: Good morning, guys. Uh, it's good to be with you. Um, we had a rather late trip back last night from Iowa, but it was a great game. Unfortunately, it just didn't go the Buckeyes' way, and that's kind of in the the story of their last month, really.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, it's been, uh, you know, it's, it's been a rough little stretch here for Ohio State on the men's side, huh, Matt?
0: It has been, and you feel for a lot of these guys. But they're, they they worked hard last night. I know fans don't want to hear it. Uh, they are young, but they they made some mistakes in clutch and clutch moments last night, and certainly talked with Ron Stokes almost immediately when it was obvious. Their transition defense last night just is not good enough to win that kind of game. So you move forward, you move on, and we'll gladly turn that back over to Paul Keels who will be back. He had a death in the family last night, so it was a pleasure to be with Ron and Skip and in a great environment there in Iowa City and a place where they love their women's tubes as much as their men's tubes, trust me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, You know they do.
3: <laughs> uh, now, of course, Matt, you mentioned uh, how young this Buckeyes men's team is here this season. And uh, there are some other conferences in uh, college hoops where you'll be able to kind of get away with that a little bit. But here in the Big Ten, a lot of veteran teams that Ohio State's going up against on a night in and night out basis. And uh, that youth r- really coming to show here over the last month. And uh, that's just uh, kind of part of the growing pains for this Buckeye program, I think. You're right, and again, I think probably that's something most fans don't want to hear,
0: but I think it's real. And Ron's mentioned it a lot, and uh, taken him of the game. Uh, but but at, at the same time, you gotta got to push them in and find a way. Now, his staff has lost, his team has lost over sort of the last couple of years, a couple of early injuries, obviously, because we're going to have some guys available. We speak of, of some of the, the veterans. Like a Zen key doesn't play a harmony at all last night. So you wonder what's going on there. You wonder if maybe they're, they're trying to change some things up. So a lot of Devin Royal are youth. Scotty Middleton was out last night with a lower body uh, issue. And maybe they, they aren't specifying any of that, but that seems to be day to day. So yes, well, age is part of it, but there are a lot of older teams right now in the Big Ten. I'm just going to opinionize here. Like, fellas, we, we talk all the time about how great and deep this league is, and that's, that's partially true. But once we get to March, that doesn't seem to matter to anybody else that wants to upset a, for instance, number one Purdue or whatever seed they may be. So I, I'm not sure how much I buy into it. I, I wonder if the, the type of ball played in the Big Ten, once you get into the grind, is completely different. Uh, obviously, when they've not had a champion since Michigan State in 2000. But uh, it's it's just kind of a a weird enigma to me with this Big Ten conference. Matt,
1: uh, Matt Andrews joining us here, a uh, radio uh, basketball announcer for Ohio State. And uh, Matt, uh, let's move on and talk about the women's team. And uh, boy, are they! Uh, seems like they're hitting their stride right now. Up to rank uh, number eight in the country now, and uh, of course, uh, coming off uh, a couple weeks ago that huge win that I think uh, really just escalated women's basketball uh, was on national TV that Iowa win in overtime and what an atmosphere, a sold out crowd there at Value City Arena uh, just talk about the women's team and what they've been able to do here lately
0: well you make a great point, it, it really turned with that Maryland win before Iowa but that Iowa game we saw the, the sports showcase, we see it a lot Iowa's going to I think be on national TV again today, Um Tomorrow's game, Ohio State, Indiana, a nationally televised game, but we hopefully invite you to, to tune in. And but that's an FS1 game tomorrow. And the sport has grown. Last year was wonderful for it. Caitlin Clark, wonderful for it, an incredible talent. I'll tell us. I'll I'll remind you now. When she scores 45 points, and she's done it three times in her career, they're 0-3. That's about taking away from her, but that's speaking of the team nature of the sport. But it's been, it's been great for the women's game. Last night, uh, I think it was South Carolina, literally got in my car at 115, turned on ESPN radio, and they're talking about a USC win where a young lady, and her name eludes me at this moment, scored 50-some points. So the women's game is popular. It's good right now. This Indiana game tomorrow, it's a top-ten matchup. And they've opened, again, the upper level at the value City Arena. So folks want to see it, mostly because it was Caitlin Clark a few weeks ago, but also because it's the Buckeyes. People realize it's a good product. Tomorrow is going to be easily a tough, as tough a game as that Iowa game was. Indiana, uh, until the tournament last year, in the Big Ten tournament, when the Buckeyes ousted them, has kind of had Ohio State's number the last few years, and they've had incredible talent. So it's going to be great. The schedule's brutal in February for Ohio State, and it leaks over into March in that one game in the Big Ten Turner or the Big Ten regular season finale when they go to Iowa.
1: Matt, uh, let's talk about a couple of the key players for uh, the uh, women's basketball Buckeyes. Uh, Cody McMahon, what a game she had in that Iowa game, kind of a – I don't want to say coming-out party, but uh, she had a career high in that ball game. And then my favorite Buckeyes, J.C. Sheldon, I just love the way that she plays. Uh, talk about uh, those uh, leading Buckeyes there.
0: Well, Cody McMahon right now has had a little bit of a next-level run. Four straight double-double games. She's up the second in the team in scoring at 14 points, six-and-a-half rebounds, the leading rebounder for this Buckeyes squad. But she is almost willingly able to go get aboard when she wants. Her effort, her power, her drive, her strength—very, uh, very impressive. And 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 she certainly was wonderful against Iowa. But she's continued it and out of a little bit of a funk from the early couple of months. Sheldon is uh, easily one of the best players I've ever covered. Uh, she's she's got a, a wonderful charisma about her. She's a great teammate. They love her. They rally around her. When she's not scoring, she doesn't force it. But you always know that if there's going to be a moment or two in the game when it's critical, if the game is easily a highly contested affair, where J.C. Sheldon is going to make a play or have enough basketball IQ to help this team down the stretch uh, do whatever they need to, do to win. And that's part of the reason that they've, one eight straight, but they've got a great supporting cast. I, mean, I look at my chart as I'm speaking, getting ready for this game tomorrow. You've got young ladies like Celeste Taylor, Ebony Walker, we mentioned Rebecca Mikolashikova. She's been awesome. So this is a, this is as much now as ever this year. One of the true team efforts. Let's hope that they're not peaking a little bit early. It is February early, and that's eight straight wins. Maybe they can keep it rolling and extend that baby to about 19 in a row like they did a year ago to start the season.
1: All right, Matt, we'll go ahead and let you go. We're up against it here. Thanks for giving us a few minutes. Uh, Keep up the good work there with Ohio State, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, some more Buckeye wins here down the stretch, okay?
0: Thanks, fellas. Enjoyed it very much. Take care.
1: Uh, all right, take, take care of yourself there, Matt. Thank you so much, and uh, he does a great job if you haven't caught him. Uh, we aired some of the uh, women's basketball games last year uh, as they made their long tournament run. They, what, ups, the, they upset UConn last yeah, year.
3: that was a big one. Oh, yeah,
1: that was fun. But uh, that game against uh, Iowa, uh, I think that just elevated the women's game to another level. It was on NBC at noon. It was right before the football playoff mm-hmm. game. And I think that uh, a lot of fans just turned their TV on, maybe not knowing that that game was on and getting ready for football. And like, I'm locked into this. Yeah. K- Caitlin Clark, you know, dealing and uh, uh, with Ohio State and Cody McMahon having a career high. And the, that game went to overtime. 100 to 92 was the final Women's basketball, I think, has really taken off in the last couple of years.
3: Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, the big talking point over the last couple of ge- days after that Iowa game was what happened in the post game with yeah. the fans rushing the court and all that. But uh, that doesn't take away from just how good of a game that was. I mean, that uh, people have still been talking about that game for the last couple of weeks and uh, how Ohio state was able to take down Caitlin Clark at uh, the ever scary Caitlin Clark <laughs> and those Iowa Hawkeyes when they're on. So uh, my goodness, just uh, what they've been able to do for the sport of women's basketball over the last couple of seasons in Ohio. It's just been absolutely so much fun to watch.
1: So much fun. If you haven't had a chance to get down to value city arena, definitely do uh, get to the shot and watch a, a women's Buckeye game. I did a, uh, Last year, I went to, I think, two. I went to a regular season game, and I went to uh, when they hosted uh, the uh, first and second rounds of the NCAA tournament.
3: And, of course, we talk about what uh, the Buckeye women have been able to do in Ohio. But uh, that also doesn't – don't forget about Zaya Cook, the uh, Toledo native uh, down in South Carolina, playing for one of the top teams in the country (laughs) on the women's side. So – uh, Ohio women's basketball all around just absolutely fantastic the last few years. And g-
1: it goes down to uh, the girls' high school basketball level here, and uh, with uh, teams li- like like Margareta, you know that uh, is a state-ranked team around here. Probably, I'd say pound for pound, one of the best teams in the area. Norwalk having a great season. Bellevue always a good girls' basketball team. We, we got some great teams around here.
3: Absolutely, do it's so much fun to watch what they can do.
1: So let's talk about our scores well we have a couple minutes here didn't have a chance to run them down from last night uh Clyde these are all boys games there were no girls games in the area last night uh, Clyde beat Norwalk 52-45 it was Western Reserve over Monroeville 55-34 Bellevue beat Tiffin Columbia and that's a big win for Bellevue there 46-35 Sandusky uh, defeated Perkins 71-54 in the hometown showdown there Uh, Huron over Edison, 52-36. Margareta, wow, they just continue to go on the boys' side too, 72-31 over Vermilion last night. Uh, Willard a win over Port Clinton, 76-46. Sandusky-St. Mary over Danbury, 65-50. Speaking of another team that is unbelievable, we'll maybe talk to the head coach of Crestview coming up, John Kurtz uh 72 27 over new london last night Uh, they're still unbeaten
3: yeah that's gonna be a fun firelands conference race between them and st paul right behind them western reserve playing well my goodness
1: also uh, mapleton beat plymouth 53 39 st paul uh, they got a win at south central 64 47 and oak harbor over eastwood uh excuse me eastwood over oak harbor 61 to 37 so coming up this afternoon folks we'll have willard at edison girls basketball around 215 i'll I'll be with mike lilji on the call today from the thunderdome there at edison Nick Wenzel, we're coming. Be ready for us, okay, <laughs> if you're listening. He, he might be. knows. He might be. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I got your table set up, okay, buddy? <laughs> uh, we kid, of course. And the Cavs at San Antonio tonight will have that as well. Uh, should be a fun one, 8 o'clock tonight for that one. Now time for our East of Chicago trivia question. Uh, can't decide on what pizza you want. East of Chicago's Buffet provides you with all the choices so you don't have to pick. Located on Stour Lane in Norwalk. Call 663-0808 and get pizza done right. Who wants to win a medium one-item pizza from delicious east of Chicago? Always delicious. Oh, man, they are tremendous, and that mm-hmm. buffet
3: is second to none, I tell you. Their calzones are really amazing, too. Are they? I've tried those yet. They call them a Pete Zony or something like that. Okay. But it's a calzone. just mmm. So good. Chef's kiss, huh?
1: Yes. (laughs) So, folks, give us a call here. Your trivia question has to do with Ohio State women's basketball. Last year, of course, uh, they made it pretty far in the tournament. How far did they get? What round did they get to last year before they were eliminated? Uh, They they defeated James Madison, North Carolina, UConn, and then lost to Virginia Tech. So I just kind of gave you the hint right there.
3: I mean, if you can count just how far, but still. (laughs) But what round is that?
1: what round did they make it to but that UConn win was huge last year uh 73-61 a win over UConn I saw the win over James Madison last year in person so there you go give us a call folks uh 419-663-4953 clear the line there Sandusky 419-609-4953 we'll go ahead and thank all of our guests here this morning of course uh, Mark Lane who was our leadoff batter here and uh went yard did a great job there leading it off playing a uh, little ricky henderson there laying <laughs> a betting field from the willard girls basketball team also chris sheldon enough said there <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. all-time great interviews today
1: yes one of the best ever I-, I gotta say and then matt andrews uh great stuff there from ohio state the radio as well Again, girls basketball this afternoon. So uh, if you want to give us a call off the air here in a couple minutes, go ahead. I'll be hanging around for a little bit. i got to be here until we uh, have some girls basketball this afternoon. So I uh, want to thank all those guests, all the sponsors who made this possible. Chris, thanks for being in here this morning. And thanks for listening, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed that program. That, that was a fun one today, wasn't I loved it, it
3: so much. <laughs> it was.
1: So uh, coming up next, some more music. We'll have some local news at noon and then high school basketball and the Cavs tonight here on the Locker Room Show. We say goodbye here on 95.3
4: WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer, Dan Hump, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Westside, Sunoco, First National Bank of Bellevue, East of Chicago Pizza in Norwalk, Holler Furnace and Sheet Metal, Smiley Automotive, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Noble Sports and Trophies, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Baldiff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, and Norwalk Heating and Air. On the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 W L K R.